Hello, all you beautiful people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Because it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Smut Club. I'm Hannah. (laughs) And I'm Chelsea. Welcome. Yeah. So glad you're here. (laughs) Hannah, what do we do here? This is the podcast where we sit around, occasionally day drink, and talk about smut. Yeah. Yeah. All types of smut. All types. So many smut options. All kinds. Today, we're going to be doing holiday smut. Whoop, whoop. Because I don't think you guys are fanatics in this way, but like... Vance and I have realized, we're like, oh, we are those Christmas people. We are those yeah. Christmas bitches. Yeah. And I, I know it and I own it. I have a tattoo that has a Santa Claus cap on it. Yes, like, you do. You know? Yeah. I can I can own who I am. We are those people for Halloween. I have a Jack Skellington tattoo. Do you guys have one of those like 12-foot skeletons in your yard? We don't. We've talked about it. <sighs> We've talked about it. We also talked about a nine-foot Jack Skellington, but we went with a um, an inflatable Pennywise from It mm. for our yard this year with a little sign that says, is it Halloween yet? And then Matt How got- How tall is inflatable Pennywise? Oh, uh, not that tall. Okay. Like five feet. And Does an inflatable Pennywise make Pennywise less Yes, scary? it's more cartoonish. Okay. Yeah. And then Matt got multiple laser pointers for the house that do, like, different little laser shows of ghosts and little things. Kind of like the Mm -hmm. ones that, like, almost like the little, like, mini projectors that kind of go in your yard and, like, do it on the side of your house. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we've done a haunted garage before. I don't know that we'll do that this year. I didn't know you guys did a haunted garage. Yeah, Matt does a, a lot whole of thing. It's a lot. He does a whole thing with the um, a sm- a fog machine. Yeah, and he like rigged it up to go through a cooler to cool down the fog so that it would stay low to the ground. Oh, yeah. So that's how they make the fog stay low which makes sense you can buy ones that are like extremely expensive that do that automatically but he just did it with an old cooler from the walmart so like were those people for halloween but not for christmas well and i guess i don't actually give a shit about christmas day (laughs) for being a christmas person Mm -hmm. i'm a christmas season ah, person. Okay. Like we put our tree up on our anniversary, which is in mid-October every year. Because mm-hmm. I it, just like the vibe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's up right now. It is. <laughs> it is. Thought. Um, I Because I really like the vibe. Mm-hmm. And I love getting to pick out gifts for people. Okay. Like I am that person where if I see something in like March that I'm like, oh, Vance would maybe like this, I will add it to my running list of things and then circle back when it's time to buy gifts and be like, okay, is this still a good idea or was this just a good idea nine months ago? Mm -hmm. And I do that all the time, like with everyone. There are spreadsheets to keep track of gifts. Like, well, you have to know your budget per person, what you've already purchased. Is it delivered? Has it, if it's already been delivered, did you already wrap it? 
Oh, wow. There's conditional formatting. I'm I'm noting that. Yeah. Yes. See, Matt and I don't do that. We usually do like um, we will give each other things like concert tickets mm. or like things like that. Mm-hmm. More so, I actually um, a band we really like is coming in February. Yeah. And so I took a screenshot of it and sent it to him and was like, for your birthday? And he was like, damn it, babe, I already got these for you for Christmas. And I was like, well, I'm really glad I asked first because we would have had a lot of tickets to the Dead South. So, like. But it is so sweet that you guys were going to gift each other the same thing. I I was like, well, we're really cute. So Vance and I, for each other each year, we Mm -hmm. do four gifts. Mm. We do something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. Oh, cute. And that has honestly made it so much easier. Yeah. Um, Especially because I, like, I feel like you, like, hit a point and you're like, I I don't really need anything. And, like, Mm. having some clear boundaries and direction. Yeah. So easy. Right. Um. So then it, like, I literally said to Vance yesterday, I was like, okay, I have um, your something to wear narrowed down to two options. And he's like, we're, it's not the holidays yet, but our tree is up. And I'm like, yeah, so which one? I was like, I'm not going to show them to you, but if I just loosely describe them, which of these (laughs) would you be into? (laughs) But I also think the spreadsheets didn't start until I married Vance. Mm. Um, There's more extended family to track. Yes, and Vance was very much like, because his sister is 14 years older than him, so he was very much just used to showing up as the fun uncle where they're like, just give us 50 bucks and we put your name on this dope gift that they're going to be stoked about, and was not, like, he will wrap anything I put in front of him. He's just, like, not, Mm -hmm. he does not find the joy in finding the right gifts for people. Mm. Um, And so then when I had to start figuring out everyone's gifts i'm like i'm like shit we're five adults and two kids deep on my side i think like on Mm -hmm. you know just like when you start adding up people and you're like cool we're in double digit people how much does that mean budget wise per person so while i do laugh at my systems in place now because i recognize they sound ridiculous we've also needed the systems because there were just too many People to buy gifts for. The systems work. The systems work. Right. Yes. Um, last year when I was stupid pregnant, Vance did tell me, because like each year I'll choose a different like wrapping paper theme and like get matching ribbon. And it's like the wrapping is like a big, everyone's gifts look very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year I'd seen like a couple of TikToks of like cool wrapping trends to try. And Vance was like, absolutely fucking not. You are eight and a half months pregnant which means I'm going to have to learn this stupid fucking wrapping shit. <laughs> and I'm not agreeing to that. He's like, I'm not willing to put in that kind of commitment to this. No. Yeah. He's like, I'll wrap whatever you put in front of me, or I'm putting it in a box, and you can get tissue paper and boxes. He's like, but you cannot tell me this cross-hatching paper pattern. F- fuck that. And the horse it rode in on. Not doing it. What about the the herringbone one? Did you see that one? Yeah. So the thing about that one, because I tried it, you need a specific shaped gift. Oh. Like, because of the way in which the paper fell. And I'm sure there are people far more skilled at me who are like, it doesn't matter. It's very doable. But I was very much struggling where I'm, I'm like, am I not getting enough paper? Mm-hmm. Um. But it just, 
frequently didn't look like it was supposed to. And a lot of that's probably user error. Understandable. Did you try that one? Or did you just look at it and go, No, people are so extra out here, and then I'm their target audience? Mm -mm. Matt does all of that. He gets really excited to shop for his nieces and his little nephew. So he does all that, and he does all the wrapping and stuff. And it's he so okay. The rule that he has mm-hmm. is he wants something educational and something that makes a ridiculous amount of noise to piss off his brother. So, mm-hmm. like, that's what he does. He gets them little things that make the most noise possible. Like the educational science sets and things like that. Yes. That you're like, but okay, when you combine these two ingredients. It is going it to explode, explode all over your ceiling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he'll get one thing that's fun that makes a lot of noise and then one thing that's educational. If it's together, even you, better. Oh, okay. That yeah. was a two gift. That wasn't that you needed mm-hmm. that all to fit in one gift. Because that's mm-hmm. a tall order. It is. To, for it to be educational and annoying it every is. time. And he'll usually also get them something spooky and weird that will just be weird. I have a boss who once bought all of the women in her family pocket vibrators. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know where I thought you were going with that, but it's it went to a very different place. <laughs> and not everyone realized what they were. Oh no. So like someone was like because I think she was like, oh yeah, I got everyone a personal massager. <laughs> like something like that. Someone girl was like, oh thank God my back's been so tight. Nope. I was going to make a joke. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. I love my family so much. And I don't know if that's a comfort level I have. Absolutely not. Of giving everyone their own personal vibrators. Absolutely not. No. Mm -mm. Nope. No? Not into that? Okay. So... This is not a podcast where we just sit and talk about our favorite holiday traditions, but I... Or pocket vibrators. Or pocket vibrators. Maybe that is your favorite holiday tradition. <laughs> they do come up more often. No. We're, right? we're here to talk we're about, about smut. Yeah. So tell me about your Christmas read. Today we're reviewing Oh Christmas Fling <laughs> by Francesca Penn. Okay. Um, It's short. It's, I think it's like... 170 pages so it's like a very quick holiday read um something that i also thoroughly enjoyed about this book the main character is a confident woman oh i like that yes yes which like i know sounds small but there's a point where like she goes to the holiday party and when she's walking up to the holiday party she's like i know i look incredible (laughs) she's like this dress is working for me the stylist nailed my hair like i am a vibe right now and i loved that energy because Mm -hmm. it's normally like well i tried so hard to look pretty and hopefully he'll think i'm pretty if i show up at this party right no one ever really thinks i'm pretty I'm blonde and leggy. Like, (laughs) what? Everyone calls me big old blue eyes and say I have like a doe-like expression. I'm so hideous. (laughs) And you're like, what is happening? Right. Or they're like, my boobs are so small. I've only got a C cup. (laughs) Like, like, okay, babe. Whatever you say. (laughs) You know exactly what I'm talking about. I do. 
I was also thinking about, um, because I know I said this previously, when I was breastfeeding and my Mm. boobs, like, skyrocketed in size and I was not prepared for it at all. And I was like, I don't know how to – I don't know how to big boob. I just don't know how. (laughs) Um, I have several women in my family who do know how to big boob very well. And one of them recently had breast reduction surgery. Mm -hmm. And I found out her size that she's now reduced to – is how large I grew to. Oh, no. And I'm like, I have a whole new level of sympathy. Because she's like, I have a new lease on life. Yes. And I'm like, yes. Oh, I was miserable with them at that size because I had no idea how to do it. And she's like, this is so freeing. They're so small now. My mind was blown. (laughs) Also not what we're here to talk about. So, yeah, Francesca Penn is the author of this one. Um... It's thoroughly enjoyed, which we will obviously be getting into more, right? So we start Mm -hmm. with the prologue, and we meet Carly. Carly with two E's. Just felt like that was important. Mm -hmm. That is a a vibe. You know, there's a difference between a Carly with an I, a Carly with two E's, a Carly with a Y. A Carly with an I-E. Yep, all different. All different people. Yes. Different experiences, yeah. Yeah, very true. Mm -hmm. So we... uh, it's dual point of view between the whole book. We start with Carly. Carly is currently pinned against the wall by her super hot boss who's, like, wearing a towel. And that is that is where we are starting in the prologue. What an open. Yes. So what we find out is um, they had both been at um, – she works for this hotel chain. He is, like, the CEO new, – new CEO. It's a family business. So, like, he's trying to, like, make sure he's earning his spot and people respect him. And they're both up at one of the hotels in Alaska – Because they were having a a personnel problem. But then he wasn't answering his phone. So his assistant was like, can you ask Carly, can you go check on him? So she's knocking on his door. And when he opens it, he's in a towel and sees her and like yanks her in the room. And she's like pinned against the wall and he's wearing a towel. Well, hello. Right? (laughs) And so like she's like, was it? I was just coming to make sure you were okay because you weren't answering your phone. But you are very good looking and I'm very here for this. Like, she's, like, checking him out. He's checking her out. But then he's, like, go ahead and, like, look. Like, it's your last chance to back out. Like, like almost like speak now or forever hold your peace. Because it seems like we're both into what could potentially happen. But, like, if right. you're not, tell me. Now's the time. <laughs> yes. Um, she doesn't say anything. And then, like, he, like, lifts her up higher and, like, wraps her legs around his waist. And then she calls him Mr. Masters, and because his name is Jeremy Masters, but he goes by Remy to people that he likes and cares about. So he's like, call okay, me Remy. that's cute. Right? I do like that nickname. Yeah, that's cute. As silly as this might sound, I think I'd never really considered what Remy was a nickname for. I always thought it was Remington. Literally what I was I, just I thinking. knew a Remington. Who went, did he go by Remy? Yeah. Yeah. So I never thought about I never thought Jeremy. of Jeremy. Remy. Remy. Cute. Yeah, I was okay. a big fan of that one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even got there. We haven't. <laughs> can, can you tell me so I, I can, can laugh okay. with so you? So he, like, rips her panties to shreds. As one does. Which is, like, he, like, rips and read the book where she's like, I stopped wearing panties I give a shit about. In fact, <laughs> the second book in this series, uh, The Girl's a Lingerie Designer, and this like Carly and Remy end up showing up and they talk about how um, the lingerie she creates is um, like easily removable. And she's like, oh, thank God. He'll stop ripping my, like even in the second book, she's still talking about how much he rips her underwear. 
Okay. Yes. Um, but why I'm laughing is that at one point he's like, you're bare. And she goes, I got laser hair removal. It won't come back. <laughs> and I'm like, never. Never in my sexual history has anyone ever commented in the moment on the status of my pubic hair. <laughs> Okay, okay. But in a lot of these books, there is some kind of, like, comment about, like, oh, you're bare or, like, oh, whatever. Which, like, yeah, because I and I, I feel like in some books, the girl in, like, her internal monologue will be, like, my landing strip or, like, something right. like that. Right. But I think the full conversation of, like, you're bare and she's, like, I get laser hair That's removal. where it gets, like, okay. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. Like, we don't need to know how you became that way. We could leave it. You could be like, yeah, it is. Like, you're welcome. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, it felt. Enjoy. It felt a little bit more of the energy of like, I see Brenda up off exit 10. I got a, I got a discount code I can give you. Right. Yes. Right. Um, my other favorite thing in this exchange is that the, the exact quote I wrote from the book was, you're so big, you're going to mooter my... <laughs> Mood. <laughs> um, I'm only like two sips of wine in. I know you this are. Is sad. Um, you're so big, you're going to murder my coochie, I say before crossing myself while ignoring the fact I'm not Catholic. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is all in the prologue. I'm like, I I'm enjoy living for that this. very much. <laughs> um, and then they fuck so hard, they break the table. As one does. And then he's like, you're mine for the night. And then it kind of like fades to black is the... Is the general energy. Mm. That's all the prologue, Hannah. Woo. Just prologue. Woohoo. Yeah. Um, so now it's eight months later. Oh. Right? Okay. Yeah, so that was April. Oh. And it's now like the the week before the holidays. Okay. Um, in that time, Carly has been promoted, but they haven't interacted at work. They've been on different floors the whole time. But with her recent promotion, they have more overlap. So they're in meetings. Again. Okay. And so we're in Remy's point of view, and he's still very curious about her. And he's thinking back. He's like, yeah, it had been, like, such a shit night because, like, I was hoping the hotel, like, the the personnel issue wasn't a big deal. But, we, like, we had to fire the manager, Mark. Like, and just, like, what I was so, like, I've always thought she was so attractive. Then she knocked on my door, and I'm still right. very intrigued by her. But it's been eight months, and we haven't interacted. And, like, I don't even know if she is still into me that way, but I would definitely be into her. Um, then as he's, like, making his presentation, he catches her, like, I think they said longingly staring at his crotch. <laughs> and he's, like, and he sees it and gets so excited. And he's, like, hell yeah. Like, I'm still in the race. <laughs> like, she might still like, be into me. <laughs> that's so cute, though. It really of, was. like, does she like me? I'm, like, her big boss and, like, I'm doing this job. But, like, does she like me? <laughs> He's like, yes. And then she's like, caught her staring at my dick. I'm in. <laughs> um, so then within that, they're also drawing names for like the office secret Santa. Ah. Um, he draws her name and is like, oh, like, what am I going to do? Then he calls her to his office. And like, this is the first time they've interacted. And so she's like, oh, fuck. Like, I, am I in trouble? Like, I don't know what I did. I was just trying to like get out of this meeting. Right. But his dick did look nice. <laughs> so um, when they get to his office, 
he's like, oh, I'm just like, I just wanted to check on you. Like, because she's like, oh, like, is everything okay? What's going on? He's like, oh, I just want to check on you. And she's like, oh, like, I'm not planning on suing you. Like, there's no, like, lawsuit. And then she can tell she said the wrong thing. Uh, yeah. 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 That is very much the wrong thing. And he's like, yeah, if I was concerned about that, I probably would have reached out sooner than eight months later. Um, like, no, just, like, wanted to, like, know how you are. And then she's like, I'm... I'm sorry. She's like, I didn't mean to make it awkward. She's like, I don't really know what to do with like one night stand protocol. Like I've never like had a one night stand before. And then she can tell she said the wrong thing again. again. Yeah. Just digging the hole deeper. But doesn't understand, like sees that she's digging a hole, but like doesn't necessarily understand why what she's saying is wrong. Because I think she's just trying to be like, everything's fine. Like, yeah, we had a great night. Please don't feel obligated. Yeah. Like like, nothing all good here. I love my job. Right. (laughs) Please don't, don't want to jeopardize any of that. Um, and then he's like getting flirtier and flirtier and like getting in her space more. Mm. And then she's kind of like, wait, like as they're kind of starting to have that, like could be a slight turning point in this cute moment, his phone rings. Of course. Right. And he, um, just kind of shifts modes and is like, I'll see you at the, the holiday party on on Friday kind of energy. Um, she then calls her twin Ron to update him. He's her bestie that she like processes everything with. But Ron. it's also right, yeah, hmm. Ron. But it's also funny because um, Ron doesn't want the details. Of, I'm sure of he her doesn't. Her sexcapades, right? He's like, can you talk to anyone else about this? And she's like, if you don't help me process this, I'm going to show up at your house and give you more details. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> i like her yes yeah she's very endearing Mm -hmm. the whole time um also worth noting but it's not like it's something that there's a lot of attention drawn to in in the book um carly is a black woman remy describes her skin as the most beautiful gingerbread color which was a very specific not not a shade that I normally think of with skin because when I think of gingerbread, it tends to be more orangey. Right. Like a like a Trump gingerbread. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh. Not, I mean, we're not staying there. But. <laughs> so I can appreciate that we are leaning into, because, okay, I watch a lot of the Great British Baking Show. I go on. I also do a lot of baking. Oh, I never yeah. knew you did a lot of I baking. I do. Last I week, used to be a huge baker. What? Why are you and I the same? I mean, I don't know. You've picked up the torch in this decade because oh, I, yeah. I sure as hell dropped it. Yeah. What were you baking yesterday? Uh, oh, no. Last week I oh, made um, graveyard brownies for a Halloween get together I went to last weekend. What are graveyard brownies? So, regular brownies that are like my signature recipe that I can make without a recipe in Mm. front of me kind of deal. I make them all the time. Um, But with crushed up Oreos and some graham crackers on top for like dirt. Dirt. And then graham crackers that I wrote RIP and chocolate on. Like stuck up like – and then I did little – Peeps makes marshmallow ghosts. I guess you can turn in anything to a marshmallow these You days. really can. Yeah. And so I got some of those and put them on there as well. Um, but anyway, that's not the point. So I have made gingerbread. So there's gingerbread, like soft gingerbread and like crisp gingerbread. And they do have like different Am I thinking colors. of the wrong 
kind of gingerbread? I think the the one that is that is crisp. Not the wrong kind. That's of more of a biscuit. Is more of a a brownish. Like it's got red undertones, but Am it's I thinking brown. of the soft kind? I think you're thinking of like the soft kind that almost looks like a pumpkin bread. Yes. Color. That is yes. Because I, I read it and I was like, he's the way in which this is worded, he's like, she clearly has beautiful skin, but the color in which I'm picturing was right. more pumpkin-y, I think. Yes. And I was like, I'm fucking this up. Like, yeah. I'm not picturing this properly. It's more of the crisp gingerbread, I think, is probably the color. I could fuck up some gingerbread I was literally just right thinking, now. like, man, I make some fucking kick-ass gingerbread cookies that are, like, Ooh. a molasses-based. Um, <laughs> I'll bring them next th- time. Yes, thank you. <laughs> well, I feel like I had a friend in Nashville who'd make, like, Almost seemed like half snickerdoodle, half yes. gingerbread. Yes, that you roll in the – that's yes. this recipe. Yep. It's very good. I make them every year. Real hyped to be a <laughs> recipient. <laughs> so thank you in advance for your, your cookie welcome. service. Um, so anyway, she – Carly calls her brother, um, her twin, to kind of process through all of this. And he's like – Believe it or not, like, not all guys think alike. I don't quite know what's going through his head. But, like, more importantly, what do you want to have happen here? Right. Um, Which I appreciated as perspective because I feel like there are so many books where it's like, well, clearly this is what he means. So this is what you need to do. And her brother's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know. Not all dudes think identically, like. The bigger question is, what do you want to have happen? Are you into this? Are you not into this? Mm-hmm. And so she's just, like, overthinking it, overthinking it, just kind of finally, like, calls it and goes to bed for the night. And then her phone rings and wakes her up, and it's Remy calling her. Um, and she didn't have his number before. Ah. Uh, like, outside of, like, probably work correspondence, right? Right. Um, like a like a an extension, not yes, a direct cell not phone. not a direct right. cell phone. And so when he calls her, he's like, I wanted to apologize. Like, our conversation got cut short. Um, And he's like, I really, like, want to finish this conversation in person. Because he's like, I'm trying to figure out if we're on the same page. And I like her. But, like, how do we do this? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, so (laughs) when he's like, yeah, like, I'd really love to finish the conversation in person. And he's angling for an invite to her house. But his driver doesn't know that. So his driver, like, announces he's like, Mr. Masters, we've arrived at your parents' house for dinner. And she's like, oh, sounds like you got where you're going. Have a good night. And he's like, damn Damn it. it. Um, But also (laughs) is still a very sweet man where um, when he's about to go in for dinner, he invites the driver in. And the driver's like, oh, I don't need to come in. He's like, no, like, our staff's our family. Everyone's welcome. Like, You need to eat. Yeah. So I really loved that that was his response to him after he was annoyed with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That really shows his his character yes because i feel like there are so many of these books that we read where it's like the alpha asshole and like where this was clearly not intentional like you right. didn't know you were angling for an invite but where well, you're like damn it that didn't go how i wanted it to go you still gotta eat like i'm yeah. not mad at you just it's not that deep it's not that deep but like speaks to high moral character absolutely you know what i mean mm-hmm um so we are now going to move jump a little bit forward to the holiday party and this is where as i said earlier like carly knows she's looking good mm-hmm. which i also love she's like yeah my metabolism that i hated as a kid she's like now 
I can eat whatever I want. I got legs for days. Used to have twigs. These things rock now. <laughs> like, <laughs> which I'm like, yes, be confident. You don't need to shit on yourself. There's no, there's no, no need to shit on yourself in all of these books. So the fact that she's like, yeah, didn't love all these things about myself growing up. And here I am, a confident, yep. capable woman. I am shit hot. Thank you very much. The most refreshing thing to read. Yes. Like, thank you, Francesca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, but th- she's looking very good and also, like, wants him to take notice of this, right? Right. It wasn't for him. It's just, like, an added benefit. Or was it for him? I think she would maybe tell herself it wasn't for him, but it was mm-hmm. for him. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to feel good. But also, if this specific person gives me a lot of attention because of this, I wouldn't be upset. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the – I've never been a – well, one, the the companies I've worked for have never had this structure, right? So maybe it's something that happens more readily. But not only did they do Secret Santa, they're doing Secret Santa scavenger hunts where you no. then hid the gift in the office and then you had to, like, do clues, which I also respect that she's like – yeah, my secret Santa is his, like, older assistant. She doesn't want to search for this. I put the gift card on her desk and told her where to find it. No need to make the older woman search. Yeah. But she gets a little, like, note that, like, has a little poem about, like, meeting him in his office. And she's like, oh, like, they said not to hide gifts on the executive floor, so I guess it'll be empty. Um, and when she gets up there, it's just him. There's no gift. He said, I have brought you a dick in a box. Like, that's what I'm imagining. He's like, I did get you a gift, and it's just his dick in a box. It does cut to his point of view, and he part of the reason he asked her to, up there was to apologize because he forgot to get her a gift. Um, <laughs> but then okay. it does work in his favor, and they fuck on his desk. Of course they do. And have a great do. time, and then go yeah. back to the party, right? And I think at this this will be relevant later, but she makes a joke at some point about, she's like, well, I spent 0.07% of my annual salary on this gift. So like, I expect like something like that. And then later in the book where he's like, yeah, well, so like 0.07% of my annual salary. So you have $7,000 to get yourself a gift. And the amount of time I spent mathing that on my phone. I'm trying to do that right now and I hate it. Um, I believe his salary would be $10 million. If seven point zero seven, I'm comfortable with well, that. Well, because point zero seven would be right. Because seven percent would be seven a seventieth, right? So it would be <laughs> point zero, and then you had to add extra zeros. I a friend posted yesterday, and she was like. If God gave me the skills of math, he knew I'd be unstoppable. Yes, <laughs> like whatever yes. it was in that. So I was like, okay. I'd be too powerful. I'd be too powerful. Um, girl I will math never all be, day. I will never be that powerful with my current math levels. No. Girl math, I'll, I will knock out. Do you know about girl math? You know about girl math. Well, no. My thought was more of, yeah, Hannah, I think when the whole basis of the math <laughs> is predicated on justifying whatever you want, we can all thrive at that math. <laughs> she's like you like, mean the math that isn't real math the math that where you literally on- don't have to do any math <laughs> you can just go okay well it only costs 20 dollars. so if i use it every day yep for 20 days it's only a dollar a day right and if i use it past that i'm making money yes 
<laughs> the making money is my favorite aspect of girl math. Yes. Thank you for that. Um, but regardless, he re- makes regardless, a fuck ton of money. Yes, he makes a lot of money. They fuck. They go back to the party. But then he's like definitely watching her the rest of the night interacting with everyone and then finally he just gets like so over it he calls her and he's like we're leaving in 15 minutes and she's like where are we going and he's like we need food taking you to the best pancakes in town she's like, okay so she follows him back to his house i was gonna say the best pancakes are at his house are they not they are yeah yeah they they very much are and she's like looking around and She's like, I thought you said I was getting pancakes. He's like, you are getting pancakes. Then he, like, throws, like, a pizza box on the table. And she's like, I thought I was getting pancakes. He's like, in the morning, you are getting pancakes. And she's like, he tricked me. <laughs> like, You sneaky bastard. Like, you walked in willingly. It didn't yeah. feel like that big of a trick. Yeah. But still very endearing. Um, and then I feel like that was another fade to black. Like, mm. there's, like... There's a decent amount of sex in this, and there's a decent amount of, like, alluded to sex. Right, right. Double the sex. Right. Half the reading time. Hmm. Can <laughs> just allude to it. I can fill in some details on the back end. <laughs> hmm. The next morning, she wakes up and, like, finds a little note that's, like, there's toiletries and, like, clothes for you to wear in the bathroom. Like, I've, like, I'm washing your clothes for you or whatever, but her clothes are not available. She has to wear whatever is in the bathroom right which is like his t-shirt right so she's like this is feeling more and more like i'm here for a while (laughs) like i can't leave right he has my clothes it's feeling very much like he's like if i can just get her here and then just keep her here maybe she won't notice yes and like she'll stay forever a little bit of that energy. Yeah. Which that's she also cute. acknowledges where she's like, oh no, he trapped me. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're like, willingly. He willingly trapped right, you. Right. Right. And so then when she goes out and she's just like noticing how nice his apartment is, and she's like, oh, like, I bet you make all the girls' pancakes. Like, mm-hmm. and kind of a jealous, like, bite, like, but still playful. Yeah. Like, playful, but I'd say also like kind of like testing the space. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like, Okay, what are you going to say? Like, how's how's that going to go? And he's like, well, I've lived here for a year, and I've only had sex with one person in the last year, and given that you're here right now, the only room that's been christened is my bedroom, last night. <laughs> Aww. And she's like, oh. What? Like, I think he's like, I'm, I'm too busy working. Like, it's not one of those books where he's like, I'm the CEO of a multi-billion dollar corporation who was so disciplined to get here and now I don't work that hard like right you know what I mean right where like there's somewhere I'm like I don't get how I know I know that your job is not the point of this book but a lot of books where you're you're kind of like what they kind of make it they make it important or make it a point to be like um you know he basically the company runs itself now like yeah like i got the systems in place and now like i'm like everyone works for me running my company versus people that are like actually like like doing their job boots on the ground actually working yes people that like have earned their title in the c-suite and Mm -hmm. not like right nepotism positions just settled in it yes even though the remy got his job because it is the family company, but in that way where it seems he's very aware of, like, not wanting to be that boss. Like, wanting to, like, right. wanting people to know he earned it and he is a very mm-hmm. hard worker. Right. 
So he's like, I haven't really had time because I've been working. (laughs) Yeah. You've seen me. Like, I've been working. 1,000%. And then he puts her on his dining table and pours maple syrup on her clit. Okay. And if that's what you're into, let no man stop you. Yeah. That I'm happy for you. That just sounds sticky. Yep. In a way that I'm not that into. Like, it makes me concerned for, like, UTI issues. Yeast infections. Like, I guess I hadn't really thought about it entering her person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean. I, I was thinking, not to get too graphic here, but like, you know. Pour a little on the mound and gravity works. <laughs> like, it just trickles, not like... It just trickles? Not like a turkey baster. It trickles. <laughs> I just thought gravity would do I its job. I didn't mean that he was shooting it up <laughs> China. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. I could, I could expand... But I won't. <laughs> I see where you meant to go with that, and I see how I took it to a very different place. <laughs> and I apologize to everyone that I talked about a turkey baster filled with maple syrup. Full of maple syrup. Oh, no. Yeah, but he's like, let's see if, like, my dining table sh- is sturdier than the hotel tables. <laughs> and it was. Yeah, oh, we good. It was. Yeah. So a little bit later, they're lounging at this point and she's kind of like where's all of your christmas decorations like you have nothing you don't even have a tree and he's like oh yeah well like my my parents are taking off and like going on a tropical vacation and my sister's out of the country and so like i i took a couple days for the weekend but like i wasn't really going to celebrate and do the holidays and things like that and she's like what do you mean blasphemy like what right. like that you you need the ho- like in a way we're like almost taking care of him like uh, mm. wanting to make sure that like he's not alone and yeah. by himself so she's like let's like do all of, like the fun holiday things and he's like okay well like if you agree to spend the weekend here with me doing all of the fun holiday things then I'm I'm in and that way you won't worry about it on Christmas Day when you're like with your family and she's like okay so like get gets gets Got the buy-in yeah right more of tricking her to stay he's like nailed it. Yes. And when I say tricking, she's clearly very willing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It feels more, um, like, just not smooth. Like, he's obvious with it, of, like, what he's trying to do. And it's just cute. Yes. Rather than being, like, devious and manipulative, it's just like, aw, buddy. Because it seems like every time she agrees, he's like, got it. Like, yes, yes. Like, hell yeah, did it again. <laughs> Got her to stay. And you're like, but she wanted to stay. Yeah, but, like, he doesn't seem to, like, put all yes. that together. 1,000%. That's cute. Um, the He then is, like, tells her she has $7,000 for her gift. And she's like, that's way too much money. And he's like, well, it's he's like, this isn't because I'm sleeping with you. He's like, honestly... I, this is something that, like, I might just make a tradition out of. And, like, I can bless an employee each year. And, like, Aww. but he's, like, but you're that person this year. So I need you to pick some some stuff. And so she picks out a uh, a purse that I looked it up. It was, like, a, a $3,200 purse. I'm, like, you know what? Good for you, yes. babe. And she's, like, and then I spent the rest paying my property taxes. 
Which, oh my God, I love that. Which apparently he was then like annoyed that she was spending the money on her property taxes. And she's like, no, but if you think about it, the money I'd been saving for my property taxes, I don't have to spend, which I can now put that money towards a vacation. And he's like, okay, well, if it, if it helps you take a vacation, then yes, you can use my money for your property taxes. But at one point he like asks what her like ideal vacation would be. And she's like, I'd really love to like spend like the holidays one year, like in like a cozy cabin in the mountains. And she's like, it could be Montana or Vermont or Colorado. Like, I don't care. And she's just seeing this look on his face where like, she's like, that's a weird reaction. Like why? Hmm. I'm, was just telling him what I was into, but it's because he's sitting there and he's like, that's my dream vacation too. Oh my God, we have the same dream vacation. (laughs) And she's like, is his face okay? (laughs) It seems like they are both oblivious to each other in different ways to where like she's oblivious that he is super into her and like wants her to stay and is like all about it. Yes. And he's oblivious that like she's just having a good time and like he doesn't have to work that hard. Yes. That's really cute. It is. That dynamic is like, adorable. He gets really excited about all of these things, but like she's like, oh yeah, we're just doing whatever. Like it's like golden retriever energy. A little from bit. Him. Yeah. Yeah. It is a little bit of golden retriever energy. Um, but a golden retriever who looks like Jesse Williams. <laughs> okay. Is that that's his name, right? The guy who's playing Toppert on one um only murders in the building. Light skinned. Blue eyes, I think. Very attractive man. Noted. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm. I find Jesse Williams very attractive. You're like, I don't know who you're talking. I have about. no idea. I'm gonna look it up later. Yeah, I'm gonna have to show you a picture, and then I yeah. think you'll be like, Oh, I know exactly who that actor is. I probably will. Yeah. Was he on Grey's Anatomy at one point? Oh my god, I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. Yes. Super, Super attractive. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember the, what color his eyes are. As soon as you said Grey's Anatomy, I was like, Jesse Williams. Yes. Yeah, I got it. In fact, I thought it was Jesse Williams on the cover of the book at first, which did, <laughs> did endear me to pick it up faster. <laughs> She's like, damn it, Francesca, you got me. Francesca, you and I are going to be besties at this point. Let's go, girl. That's awesome. Um, so there's then just like this full montage of them being cute. Like she took a nap and he went and picked up all of the supplies for like all of the, she's like, cause she was like, we're going to decorate trees and make eggnog and like Christmas cookies. Make, and, yeah, make yeah. cookies. So like he, she made a full list of everything they'd need. And then when she was napping, he went and picked all of it up. Um, which I just thought was like, so endearing and then he goes and picks up italian from his like favorite restaurant and she's like this is so good if it's this good now i can't imagine how good this would be fresh and he's like oh there's a location right by the office i'll take you for lunch next week and she's like yeah how's that gonna work my like bosses 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 boss and he's like it's not that many bosses (laughs) (laughs) but like she's like i don't think I don't think we'll be able to do that that subtly. And he's like, okay, let's make a bet. Like, I can get you to lunch there next week. And she's like, so what are the details of the bet? And, like, I think it was if he won, he got a quickie wherever, like, that he could just, like. At the time and place of his choosing or whatever. Yeah. And if he lost, I don't know, he had to, like, buy her another expensive gift or, like, something like that. And she's like, okay, whatever. Either way, I win. That sounds like a win-win for her. Right? It really. It, it's a win-win for everyone. He gets to buy her something that it's brings It's a win-win-win. Yes. Yes. 1,000%. <laughs> um, 
it continues and they like they're still being like super cute but i think this is the shift where they're like both starting to feel like it's like more romantic and less like oh we're having a fuck fest for the weekend and put up a christmas tree during it and more like oh we're a couple spending the holidays together right and like neither of them really like acknowledging that or having a conversation about it um but the feelings are developing yes and i'd say remy is also like i want to know if we're on the same page but i don't want to like break the spell so like yeah we don't have to have that conversation right now we can have it in a few days um but both of them are kind of feeling that like this is feeling a little more coupley and romantic and we're enjoying it, but just not acknowledging it. Right. Neither wants to be the first to say it, essentially. Yes. Yeah. So the holiday party, I believe, if my mathing is mathing, when we know my mathing does not math, um, I believe the holiday party was on, like, a Friday night, and then they spent the weekend together. So it's now Wednesday okay. of the following week, and they haven't spoken since she left his house. Okay. Um, which also, apparently, she, like snuck out she did an irish goodbye and i well he was facetiming his parents on vacation and so like while he can't really do anything she was like she was like he pretended to be annoyed but like it's sunday night and we both had to work the next day so in that way where you're like was he actually like was it a cute playful annoyance or was it was he actually like wait a minute yes but in her head she's like It's Sunday at 8 o'clock. We, like, the work week starts tomorrow, you know? Right. So it's now Wednesday, the following week, and they're at the all-team meeting. And then, like, as the meeting is ending, Remy's like, oh, yeah, um, for anyone who, like, doesn't have lunch plans today, like, lunch on me. And then he's like, and um, I got to go soon, but um, pick a number between 1 and 50. Whoever gets it right, I'll, like, I'll drive. And then he's sitting there and he's like, she better get this fucking number right. Like, (laughs) so do you think she got it right? I do. Yeah, she did. Um, (laughs) I'm not. She did. It would be really funny if she didn't. And he was stuck with like some fucker from the office. Like that would be really funny. But it wouldn't move the story. I was kind of hoping that's what was going to happen. Where like she guesses the number right. Then he's like, hey, if you want to come up to my office, I just like need to grab my keys in my bag and then I'm good to go. So when they get up to his office, he, like, closes the door, and he's like, if you got that number wrong, I was going to be so pissed. And she's like, you mean how you talked about how two of your favorite sports players of all time both were the number 33 and one of them professionally retired it? Yeah. I I listened. I listened. Like, I, I couldn't have fucked that one up. Right. Um, and then he fingers her on the way to the restaurant. Sure. Yeah. As and, you do. Right? Um, and when she sees all of the, the details of the restaurant, she's like, oh, you you won this. Like, didn't dawn on her that Uh, other people could be in attendance at the lunch and he could still win it. (laughs) He did outplay her. He did. Good for him. Right? In a cute way. Um, But then she, when they get to the restaurant, she's like, I need to sit not next to him. Right. I need to sit at the other end of the table. And then he, like, got a call and had to leave early and, like, they, they didn't interact again after that. He just fingered her on the way there. Which I'm like, you know, I do get the slightly mixed messages where you spent the whole weekend together. That was, that ended on Sunday night. You haven't spoken. Right. And then he wants to drive you, but fingers you on the way there. Like, I get the, what is this? Right. Like, he could have 
texted. He could have called in between. Yes. He could have said, like, you know, I like you. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, we just keep not having the necessary conversation. Right. Because now it's four days after that. Uh. And they still haven't really spoken. And so Carly's like, I'm not waiting around. I'm going to go live my life. It's now Christmas Eve at this point. And her friends are like, hey, we're we're going out tonight. She's like, I don't really, I don't love it. And she's like, I'm not really that person. And they're like, we don't give a shit. We're going out. Get Get ready. Right. So she goes clearly doesn't drink just says to the bartender she's like pour me a double (laughs) he's like a double of what she's like fuck if i know you're the bartender figure it out (laughs) (laughs) no don't don't ever do that don't ever do that and so the funny thing is that he's like super sassy back to her and so and she'd ordered the first round so for her and the two friends and he's like it's 32 dollars." and so she's like i counted out exactly 32 dollars and handed it to him and went no tip because he'd like been such Don't a dick. Ever do that in the book? He thought it like he he thought it was funny. He owned the bar and was like, oh, okay. We find out he was pissed because one of his bartenders like no showed oh, no okay. call no showed a shift, so he was annoyed and like appreciated that she called him out on like just having a shit attitude where she's like, "Fuck you, I'm the customer." Like. <laughs> customer's always right make a drink i don't know like that is the exception to the rule y'all one thousand percent as a former bartender as i was reading it i was like that could have gone very wrong in several ways so much um but he found her really funny and then because he owns the bar her and her friends drank free for the rest of the night (laughs) but she doesn't normally drink so she walks up at some point and she's like i need water and he's like it's only 10 o'clock she's like are you trying to fucking kill me like (laughs) I need to hydrate. I cannot keep drinking. I know enough to know I'm in trouble. Yes. Yes. So then she is like so drunk. All she wants to see is Remy, right? So she calls him um, and he's sitting on his couch missing her, but like tired. And he's like, I've been going nonstop. Like just been putting out work emergency after work emergency. I would love to see her. I'm bummed that I haven't. And then she calls and she's clearly drunk. And he's like, do you need me to come get you? And she's like, no, because I would try and give you a blowjob on the drive, and that's not safe. Send an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> what an insight. Right? Oh, my God, I love it. And then he's like, I could drive there faster, but she's not wrong. It probably is safer, so he calls her an Uber. That's so good. Right? And then is, um like, waiting at the the entry to his building for her right um, and they like jump each other and are very into it <laughs> um, and then she just like passes out and so the next morning it's now christmas day her alarm goes off that she just like forgotten to turn off um her like work alarm and he wakes up and catches it and like turns off her phone so she can actually sleep in the morning um but then he oh, sees no. a text that came through from her brother mm-hmm. um where he's like hey i stopped by your house and you weren't there like did you but then, like, is mentioning – mentioned something about, like, did you decide what you are going to do about Remy or, like, something like that uh, on the text? And then Remy's like, well, that's my name. Um, he's like, don't really want to be this person, but I'm about to be this person. And starts reading through the thread where she was like, yeah, I've decided I'm going to update my resume. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, in a way where Remy has clearly liked her right. this whole time. Right. right? Um, but is now, like – 
I don't want her to quit her job or fuck up her career or any of that. Like, I want to have a conversation and, like, get on the same page. But I need to know what page I want to be on and, like, just kind of that, like. Well, I'm also imagining that he's, like, oh, no. Like, did I push her past where she was comfortable and now she feels like she has to leave? Like. I think it was more of, like, a I want to do right by her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that, like. Before we have any conversations, I need to make sure my head is fully screwed on straight so mm. that I I can do right by her and, like, she doesn't, like, quit her job and things like that before. I don't want her to ruin her career before we, we fully know what this is, right? right. Uh, oh. Yeah. I think I know where we're going maybe now that you bit. said that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where do you think we're going? Well, I think maybe we're going to a place where he says, like, well – I don't want you to ruin your career. Like, I want, you know, whatever, whatever. And she misunderstands that to be like, don't quit your job for me, babe. Mm. And he's... That's a great guess. That's not what he means, but that's what she receives. Mm -hmm. And it causes a... Well, I guess what we're about to find out. I'm doing hand motions. You are. (laughs) That was a great guess, though. Um, Not quite, but also not, like, the most far off, right? Okay, okay. when she does wake up in the morning, he's, like, made her breakfast in bed, and she's, like, he's very sweet but very stoic. Mm. Like, kind of the, like, passion and the sex and, like, the being all over her. Like, that's not really there. The he, romance of yeah, it. Yeah. It's, like, he's, like, hey, I made you breakfast. And she's, like, oh, okay. And, like, thinks he's going to, like, kiss her and maybe get back in bed. And he's, like, all right, I'm going to go clean up the kitchen. And she's, like, wait, what? Like, okay. I – Okay, am I misinterpreting this? And then, like, she gets in the shower, and she's, like, excited to see, like, her toothbrush that he gave her from the, their weekend is, like, still in the toothbrush holder next to his. So she's, like, okay, so, like, he's not trying to just, like, get rid of me. But, like, right. when he gets in the shower, he's, like, kind of, like, a, let me help bathe you. And But, like, she's, like, okay, like, it's it, things are about to get sexy. Nope. She's, like, it was sweet, but, like, I could tell he was not trying to take it there. So now she's like, what is, did I, was I interpreting this wrong? Like that whole kind of energy. Right. More mixed signals. Did he just, like, was he just okay with me coming over because I was drunk and like, it was just a thing or like, was it? Yeah. Yeah. She's questioning more. And then he gives her a bracelet, like, uh, which Mm. is, he gives her a box. It's a Tiffany's box. And she's like, you already got me a really expensive gift. And he's like, no, that was your boss fulfilling his secret Santa obligation. Like, this is Remy getting Carly a gift that I wanted to get her. Um, And it's a bracelet that has three little charms on it um, that's beautiful and she loves it and it's very thoughtful of her. And then he is like, hey, I know we need to talk. Can I have a few days? Like, can we talk in January? Can we talk in the new year? I just just need a few days. And she's like, okay. Like, just still trying to figure this out. Then he's like, okay, well, I called you an Uber to take you to your parents' house. No. And she's like, Remy. Oh. oh, he doesn't want me here. She's like, he must have just viewed me as a fling and like is was just trying to enjoy that element of it. And I'm was turning it into something it's not. But I may as well enjoy this fling for what it's worth for as long as it's gonna last until we have that conversation. So she's like, okay, well, after I go to my parents, like, do you want me to bring you a plate? And he was agreeable to that. Okay. Um, so I think she's just like trying to figure it out right and she like gets to christmas and like her twin brother's like 
that's a nice bracelet that you got on there. Haven't seen that one. Who gave you that? <laughs> what what is who is the person who gave that? What are they to you? Like, and she's like, get off my fucking back. Like, if I knew, I would tell you. Yes. And her brother is like getting annoyed at like how Remy is treating his sister. Right, right, um, right. And at some point, I forget one, but like Remy owns, he's like, yeah, if anyone were like, if my sister were in this situation, I would not love how my, how I viewed my sister as being treated either. Right. Right. Um, she ends up going back over to Remy's that night with the plate of food. And he's like, okay. He's like trying to get himself sorted. And he's like, we don't need to be a stoic, but we also don't need to jump her. He's like, try and land somewhere in the middle, Remy. <laughs> like be sweet and thoughtful. <laughs> be like, kind and open. But don't fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> don't just stick your hand down her pants as soon as she walks in the door. <laughs> Say hi first, man. You got this. <laughs> A warm greeting would not be misplaced. Like, <laughs> come on, buddy. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he does get a chance to clarify. He's like, hey, for the record, like, I wasn't trying to kick you out earlier. I I didn't want you to miss the holidays with your parents. And I, like, recognize that, like, it didn't necessarily come off that way. He's like... Now that you have no place to be, I'd love it if you spent the night and, like, stayed here with me. But I didn't want you to miss Christmas with your family because you were here. Mm. Um, Which, like, helpful context to have explained. Right? And then at some point, she asks if he wants to go sans condom. um, Which she's never gone without protection before. And he's never gone without protection before. And he's kind of, like, slightly taken aback by it. But he's super into her. And he's like... I still am not 100% sure of where this is going long term. Is it shitty of me to say yes? (laughs) And then if it doesn't go anywhere, like, is that shitty? Um, And then, like, the pause and him processing that, she's like, oh. Never mind. Never mind. And then he's like, oh, shit. Now she feels weird about it. And it, like, (laughs) just becomes, like, that whole sort of situation. And then he takes a moment and he's like, this is about being in this moment. He's like, it is a special occasion. It is a holiday. He's like, this is me showing that I trust her in this moment. Um, More than like, it needs to be a like, this means long term. We're going to be together. Like, right. And I think when he processed it like that, then they fuck and it's great. And they're like, it's a solidifying fuck. Yes. I'd say this is the solidifying fuck. Well, Um, and I'm thinking too, that like, that would be a big deal on even a different level for him because he has all this money one thousand. He's a boss. Like it, I mean, when and I think he said he's like that could really fuck up him the up. way I grew up. He's like wrap it up was my middle name, kind yeah. of. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes, and I. So I think that is also part of what he was reconciling is that like there's more at stake with the level of visibility he holds in the world, right? And also reconciling that maybe he likes her even more than he thought he did, if mm-hmm. he's even considering that, you know. 1, thousand percent yeah um and that is i think when he realizes that he is very much falling for her and like Mm -hmm. knew he liked her but i think knowing you like someone and recognizing when that liking starts to hold more weight yes can be such a scary shift it's a vulnerable place to be when you're just starting to recognize it and you don't know if the other person is with you in that shift. Yep. It's very like, what? Yep. Because I remember the first time my husband told me that he loved me. He was like, you know, I really love 
this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know what? Me too. And I really love you. And he was like, oh, thank God. I love you too. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Vance had looked at me and he was like, I'm more than like you. And I was like, I'm more than like you too. And I think we said that to each other for a couple of days. And at one point when he said it and I was like, I'm more than like you too. He's like, I love you. And I'm like, oh, okay, there it is. Got it. Found it. We, good, good. We made it. He was so awkward about it. I really love <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. I really do. I can fully picture that. Yeah. Like that doesn't feel like a jump. Like, I'm like, that just feels like a very authentic to Matt <laughs> yes. experience, right? Yes. So it's now, I don't know, this timeline, sometime during the holidays. We're jumping. We're yeah. jumping. They haven't had the their official talk and conversation yet. Um, I don't know if it's the next day, a couple days later, but Remy's sitting at his desk and um, like a unlabeled envelope is before him. And when he opens is it. Is that a resignation? No. Oh. It's photos of them. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Like, no. photos of them, like, of her outside his room in Alaska that are time-stamped. Photos of her car in his, in his like, um, home parking lot at his complex. Like, right. That are time-stamped for, like, showing how long her car was there. Um, photos of when she was drunkenly getting out of the Uber and he was waiting for her. All of these photos. Oh, and no. Then Remy gets a phone call. It's the GM from Alaska. <laughs> Mark? It's Mark. <laughs> it's Mark from Alaska. Um, who, it's Jake from State Farm. Like, just the way you said that. But also, all right, you'll, oh, okay. So he decide. Mark is trying to blackmail Remy and right. Carly, right? Right. Um, and he's like, Juno, how expensive it is to move to and from Alaska. If you don't give me, if you don't give me my missed salary and the moving expenses both ways, these photos will be leaked. And I'm laughing because I'm like... Buddy, go bigger. Yes! That is why I was, I was like, aim higher, Mark. Buddy, we have leverage. Everybody knows you start high. Come on, man. I also want to know, that man was fired in April of the previous year. Right? This is now, like, December, January. So he held on to the pictures from April for eight, nine months. Well, but if you think about it, though, there wouldn't have been additional photos. Because with, like, having the photos from Alaska, then all of the recent photos would make it look like they'd been... Been together that, that whole time. Yeah, been together that whole time. Uh, mm -hmm. mm. And so Remy's, like, freaking out. But I'm right there. Yeah, my, my first thought reading that was, like, aim higher, Mark. Yeah, for real. I don't know what your salary was, but I feel like if all you want is your salary and moving expenses, your bar's too low, bro. Yeah. Seriously, I want better for you, Mark. Like, come on, man. Mark, if you're going to blackmail people, do it better. That's that's my big critique. Yeah, do it with book. conviction, man. So Remy calls Carly up to his office, and he's still freaking out, and is like, shows her the photos on his desk, and she's like, "Do you think I?" She's like, "Did you think I had anything to do with this?" And he's like, "No, I know you didn't have anything to do with this. It's fucking Mark." Um, and then he's just kind of ranting and processing, but in that way where it's like, 
can't believe that like my career could like be fucked up over all this. And like, if I could go back in time and like change it and like take it all back, I would. And Carly's just sitting there like hearing him say all of this and pro like, and she's like, oh, he wishes he could take me back. Yeah. He wishes he could go back in time and not sleep with like all of those things. Mm -hmm. So she's distraught because she was going to update her resume so she could be with him. Right. Um, and instead just sits down at his desk and opens Word. And um, as he's just, like, going off and, like, not even really paying attention, she types up her two weeks' notice mm. and backdates it. Oh. So, like, it's when the he hears the printer going that it kind of, like, snaps him out of it. And then he, like, looks over and sees that she's visibly upset. And she's like, there's my two weeks' notice. It's backdated. So that should really help your career. Godspeed. Right. And just, like, leaves. Right. You won't have to worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. No more blackmail issue. Yes. So long. Three months later. Yeah. we Remy. We jumped three months. He's still blocked on everything. Um, but apparently knows that she has a job at another hotel chain because he logged into his assistant's LinkedIn account while she was at lunch. So he could... And then he's like, <laughs> and then he's like I wanted to message her, but I didn't want anyone else to get blocked. So... Like, bless it. You're so desperate to talk to this girl. You were going to message her from your assistant's LinkedIn profile. His assistant, who's like an older woman, right? Yeah, I think he has two, but still. Um, just made me laugh because I'm like, okay, so three months later, um, yeah, Carly has taken a job at a less prestigious hotel chain, but got a far higher position. In that. Got it, got so it, got it. So she's doing well in her career, but is like, has just moved on and has blocked him and is like, no need to go back there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to hear again what a mistake I am. Yes. Yeah. And so Remy is at work and his parents drop in, um, which his dad used to be the CEO. Like his parents seem like really, they, they seem like cool parents, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. They're not regular parents. You get it. <laughs> so they sit down and they're like, okay, What's been going on? And he's like, I'm getting blackmailed. And this is a situation. And apparently he, like, paid off Mark the first time because. It's a mistake, Remy. He'll always come back for more. Which he's aware of. But he then hired a PI to dig his own dirt on Mark. But his whole thought process was he didn't want to chance Mark getting unhappy and releasing the photos Mm. until Carly could, like, get established somewhere else. Right. Um, So he was like. Or I'm not going to stay in this pattern long term, but I am willing to, like, pay that money so that she can transition well and we don't have that, like, black cloud over our heads. That's very thoughtful. Yeah, so he's telling his parents about this and, like, Mm. and his parents are, like, sitting there and, like, looking more and more relieved. And he's like, what is happening? They're like, oh, thank God. We thought you hated us after we went on vacation for the holidays. We left with one son, came back to another. Didn't know why you were pissed. (laughs) Just heartbreak? We can work through that, my dude. Let's do it. (laughs) They're like, were you that mad? We went to Hawaii or wherever the fuck. Like, oh God, like, why didn't you tell us we would have stayed home? Like, (laughs) yes. And they're like, oh, you're just heartbroken? What a relief. (laughs) You'll be fine. 1,000%. (laughs) That's awesome. And then his dad's like, cool, give me this all. He's like, there's always going to be people trying to extort you at this level of power. Give me the the envelope, my child. I'll handle this. No worries, kiddo. Yes. So then I do believe it's a couple weeks after that because Carly is at her job 
And um, it is now April and the anniversary of when they hooked up in Alaska. Mm. And her assistant is like, oh, here's your mail. And this package was was with it. And when she opens the package, it's another charm for her bracelet from Tiffany's. And there's a little note that's like something to the effect of like, while it he considered it like their one year anniversary from like when everything happened between them, it was also apparently her birthday. <laughs> so he's like, you failed to mention that historically. So like happy birthday. And like, here's this charm. And so before she chickens out, she decides to call him um, on his work line. And he's like, so relieved. And he's like, will you please unblock me? I have so many things I want to tell you about. And Aww. she's like, I'll think about it. Like not there yet, but I'll think about it. Okay, so we're beginning to thaw the ice. Well, and then that night, she's, like, laying in bed at home, and she's, like, text him, unblocked. <laughs> and then her phone rings immediately. Of course. Right? Um, and so then he's just pretty much trying to, like, explain, like, hey, this is what happened. This is, like, I, I would like to pursue something. Is trying to clarify the situation. She's like, I'm not 100% there yet, but, like, I appreciate this. Let me, like, keep pondering and thinking on it, right? Right. Give me some space to, like, continue mm-hmm. to work through it. Yes. Because he's been working through it this whole time, knowing his intentions and, like, knowing that he wants to be with her and knowing that, like, he's protecting her in a way by not reaching out yet. Yes. And in her head, she was nothing more than a fling at any point. Right. So she was like... Okay, we, like, we cut our losses, mm-hmm. and I just moved on. Um, and so now they are, like, in this space where she's still kind of reconciling. Um, but Remy's just like, it doesn't hurt as bad not being able to talk to her or not talking to her every day because I know I can call her at any point that I want. Like, right. there's an open line of communication, and she'll respond if I reach out. Um, so then she calls him, I think. And is like, okay, I think we should date. And he's like, hell yeah. And then she's like, other people. (laughs) And he's like, wait, the fuck? Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, he's like, that's not where I wanted this conversation to go. And she's like, listen, everything was like so charged and emotional. And we're both very busy people. And was it the experience? Was it each other? Like, Was it just the proximity and access? 1,000%. Yeah. And so she's like, let's see. Let's let's date other people. And he's like, okay, for how long? She's like, until we have the answers. And he's like, don't like that. That is not sustainable. So he's like, fine, I'll go on one date every other week for two months. I will give you four dates total, and then I'm coming for you. And you better hydrate. <laughs> she's like, hydrate? He's like, you will be naked in my bedroom. He's like, you fucking heard me. Yeah. Hydrate. I'll go on the dates if that's what, like, I need to do to make you happy. But, like. This is stupid as shit. I want to be with you. Fine. And the dates are not going well. I'm sure they're not. Like, he's checking a box. He's not actually dating. 1,000%. Like, the first girl, like, after dinner, may, may have even been before dinner, he was like, I'm not doing this. But his one of his assistants, it was her sorority sister, he's like, do you want me to call Yolanda, my assistant? Night on me. She has one of my credit cards. You guys go out. So sorry. Not into you, but, like, have a, have a fantastic night on my dime. That's so cute. It really was endearing. <laughs> and the second date doesn't go well either. Um, and her date isn't going, her dates aren't going well either. I'm still a little confused. She's helping throw a party for some famous, quote unquote, famous person. Um, at the hotel chain? But she doesn't work at the hotel chain anymore. The other hotel chain. 
No. I was a little confused. Okay. Well, there's a party for a famous person. There's a party. Remy is there with his third date. She is there because she was helping throw the party. Okay. Um, and her and her friends were like playing a game. And one of the cards that was drawn was like, tell about like the best sex of your life. And so she's sitting there and she's like, yeah, well, it wasn't a like one night so much as a person and like all of this stuff. Not knowing Remy's at this party and Remy's date. And like he, they're standing there hearing this whole conversation and then Remy's date's like wow I'd love to find a man like that what do you think Tim and he's like apparently I am one (laughs) (laughs) and then like Carly sees him and is like oh shit like he just heard me talking about our sex life very positively and so she kind of like removes herself because she's embarrassed he follows her out onto the balcony and they bang yep they have a second a more solidifying fuck yeah if you will um and then Really, I don't remember if anything else happens, but in the epilogue, he proposes the next Christmas. Cute. Um, When they're on their mountain getaway trip to wherever. Very cute. I believe. And that's where it ends. The end. That's very cute. Right? Yeah. That's how I felt the entire time. Like, Justin, I, what a lovely straightforward christmas holiday read that we didn't get overly complicated we didn't need to get overly complicated Mm -hmm. there wasn't any like soap opera feel or major drama it was very much like a believable relationship beginning honestly my two biggest qualms mark needed to aim higher with his blackmail agreed that is yeah I just really What's the other qualm? so caught up on that. The three months. I felt like. Oh, yeah. Because we've had this conversation about like Megan Quinn books mm-hmm. where sometimes the conflict in a Megan Quinn book feels like a bigger conflict. Yes, I'm hitting my t- tapping Brandon on the head <laughs> while I say that. Uh, Megan Quinn books, it can feel like it's a bigger conflict, but then it feels like. They resolve it by the next day. It's like less than 24 hours later and you're like. And we're all over it. Oh, I don't know if I forgave him quite yet. Like that was (laughs) a little too soon. Right. Um, Where in a way where I'm like, you know, give it a week. Give it like two weeks of like. Make him work for it. Yes. And I think this one where he was clearly willing to do the work, but I was like three months. Like it, three months felt like too much time for for me, for because this one was more predicated on like just a miscommunication, right? You know, right? Um, so I think those are my my the biggest qualms I have. I mean, I can appreciate the symmetry of the like year anniversary from when they hooked up the first time yes. and that kind of stuff. Like, I can appreciate the symmetry of that, but I also absolutely hear what you're saying of like, well, three months is a long time, and especially for them to like still be that caught on each other and have not moved on at all. Like, it just... Yeah. It seemed like maybe one or two months. From what ostensibly was a fling, truly. Like, they were banging and hanging out for, like, a weekend, basically. And so to then be caught up on that for three months... Well, then especially when the... With the whole thing kind of being, no, it wasn't just a fling. I've been into you since... Since Alaska. Right. And you're like, okay, so you've been into them for eight months and you were that into them and couldn't find a way to resolve that, like. Sooner. Right. Yeah. Right. That's my biggest issue. 
Okay. I can understand that. So what? what's our rating scale? Gingerbread men? Yeah. Gingerbread men. That's gingerbread men. Um, how many gingerbread men we got? Seven. For the 0.07%. For the seven grand. <laughs> I would say... I'd say like four out of seven. Okay. In a way where like... I okay. I thoroughly enjoyed this book. It did, and it didn't change my life. Right, like, it's one that I'm like. This is a great, simple, straightforward holiday read. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need to be more complicated. Doesn't need to be more than that. But also, isn't one that I'm like that is going to sit with me that I'm going to keep pondering on. Right, not one you're necessarily going to go back to, but one you enjoyed in the moment. Yeah, I enjoyed it in the moment. I enjoyed it enough that I read the next book in the series, right? Right. Um, but yeah, and then with my qualms factored in, I think four out of seven gingerbread okay. men. Okay. You know what? Hmm. Four gingerbread men, but one of them, like, is missing an arm. <laughs> like from Shrek? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Final offer. Not my gumdrop buttons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. Which we will have cartoon movies on in the background all the time. Now just having a baby. Putting Shrek on in the background, one, that movie's still so funny. Yes, it is. But two, that's a movie that I hadn't realized how much time had passed where I'm like, man, the graphics on this movie look a little dated. And then I'm like, well, yeah, Chelsea, it's been 20 years. Yeah. It makes sense that it's a little dated. Yeah. 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 Oh. Not the gumdrop buttons. Okay. That's really um, sad. Gumdrop But anyway, aside. let us know what you think yeah. about this book if you've read it. Share your thoughts. Yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This book is available on Kindle Unlimited. Nice. And we hope to see you soon. Yeah. Enjoy your holidays, y'all. Bye, Smut Sluts. Bye. Well, that's it for this week's Smut Sluts. We hope it was good for you, because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Stay smutty.